For Chip Kelly and the Bruins, they'll have to rely on developing defensive talent. Meanwhile, offensively for the class of 23, they've got some immediate high-end starting material. Let's talk about it. Locked on UCLA. You are locked on UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, it's your favorite host, it's Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer, D1 play-by-play broadcaster and diehard Bruins fan. Welcome to Locked On UCLA. Thanks for making it your first listen each and every day. It's free wherever you get your podcast, and it's available on YouTube. So like and hit that subscribe button. Thanks for your support. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more by visiting fanduel.com slash locked on right now today to get your day started. In the meantime, to kind of kick off this episode of Locked On UCLA, I was thinking Signing day pretty much coming past here on February 1st. Sorry about the lack of episode the day before, but we're getting things kicked, locked, and loaded with UCLA recruiting again. With this recruiting class pretty much come together, I was thinking, let's rate what UCLA has coming in, both through the portal and in the incoming freshman class from the class of 23, into what UCLA has ready, what they have lacking, and what needs some development heading throughout this year and years to come for Chip Kelly's team. I'm going to start offense, because why not? Offense is fun. It's pretty. And the the biggest and baddest recruit that they got in terms of stars and everything, it starts and ends with Dante Moore. And not only Dante Moore, UCLA got another equally pretty solid quarterback in the transfer portal in College Lee in terms of a four-star ready-to-go material to start at QB, which will give him a run for his money. Then UCLA noticing, hey, we've got one of the best running backs in the country gone. And while they have some guys in their own roster, they go out and get a Carson Steele, who's in the top 10 when it comes to rushing yards in the FBS, in the country. Oh, you're losing Jake Bobo, who is your one-year stopgap in terms of needing something on the outside. Okay, well, when it comes to the portal, we'll go get a Kyle Ford, and A.J. Michael Sturdivant, someone with some high upside in Ford coming over from SC. And then J. Michael Sturdivant was listed as a four-star transfer and already made some big plays down the field. And you can argue with what UCLA has offensively, Sturdivant can match up a little better with what UCLA has to bring to the table in 2023. Oh, and to mention, what do they have? Two four-star receiving recruits beyond Dante Moore, Underneath that class of 23, and it comes to incoming freshmen, Chip Kelly's got Jeremiah McClure. Remember, we had that reaction way back when, the modern-day Catholic in terms of commit from high school. You have Grant Gray from North from Norco. So those are some guys that could develop, maybe be a true freshman starter between the one or two of them. Not sure how many true freshmen will become immediate, jump-on-the-scene, impact players for the Bruins, but they've got a nice little tango between guys who will step on the field like a Dante Moore who will battle a, call, battle a college sleep. You've got the receivers coming in, battling the transfers and the guys returning like a, a Titus Mokiel Atamalala and sorts with Camp Brown, Logan Loya. So it'll be a fun battle when it comes to quarterback, running back, receivers, and 
For a class that already lost what was its highest-rated recruit in Roderick Robinson II flipping to Georgia, UCLA said, all right, we'll go get two backs out of the portal if you include Anthony Atkins. His role will be remain to be seen in terms of his impact immediately or in the future for the Bruins coming over from Army. But UCLA says, all right, receivers were stacking up, running backs stacking up, quarterbacks UCLA is stacking up in terms of two immediate guys that can compete for the job. And then, hey, let's not forget, they lost the tight end at a, at a spot that was already losing guys from a Mike Martinez in the offseason of before the 2022 season began. He lost Ezekiel, who was a nice product throughout the season. And to pair coming along with Hudson Habermill, UCLA goes and gets one Maliki Matsuval. So you could see just how much they're stacking the skill positions only to realize, hey, they needed some significant offensive line help. And while they got a Juco commit, and Caleb Walker hasn't officially signed, the Bruins go out and say, hey, we need a couple of offensive linemen, a plug-and-play when it comes to Kadir Kunta coming over from Old Dominion, and then you get another guy in terms of Spencer Holstage, who will most likely be a fun name for UCLA. A three-star transfer coming over from Purdue that's got an immediate couple of years to play coming over from the Boilermakers. So everything offensively, UCLA comes through and says, hey, Chip Kelly, I know my guys. I know what I need. If someone flips, that's okay. We'll go get what we need. And, hey, let's not forget some of the freshmen coming in for the Bruins. They've still got the likes of another quarterback in Luke Duncan, a three-star. He's six six and a half. That's a big body. Is that going to be someone to compete for a job? Not entirely sure. But then when it comes to an offensive line committee, you have Tavake, Chulikolovatu. So the Bruins are getting guys building offensively and have those guys at the top of their list in terms of highest rated, stars, hype coming in, the guys who have already committed and signed and already early enrolled from the portal. Offensively, UCLA looks like they're doing fine. Chip Kelly, with his genius, which with what we expect in 2023, offensively, the Bruins have plugged some holes. And with this signing day, maybe, you could argue, recovered more than what they lost coming from 2022. They lost a lot of veteran talent, top-end talent, in terms of the excitement and dual-threat ability of DTR, Charbonnet, and the name value of Jake Bobo. But you can argue they've got now multiple options at QB, plenty of options at running back, receiver. And while you would like maybe you know, even more offensive line depth, you can't argue they didn't get a couple of guys that can start immediately coming from the portal. You lose a tight end. They go get Maliki Matzaval from Oregon. What don't the Bruins steal from Oregon nowadays? So for the Bruins, it's like, hey, we've got a couple of guys that we'd like to develop. And Chip Kelly, you know, would like to get these guys to slowly build and build, whether it's a Grant Gray or a Jeremiah McClure, Clure, between which one of these guys can jump on the scene first. But even if they don't, they've got guys with multiple years of eligibility barring they don't just burst on the scene in their first and potentially only year at the Bruins in terms of a Sturdivant, a Steele, and then um, a Kyle Ford. Th those guys could all make immediate impacts and blow up for the Bruins in the best way. So offensively, UCLA, which I've been kind of saying throughout the offseason, looks fine. They've got those guys that can plug and play. And Chip Kelly, I think, will know how to utilize who comes in, who's not working well, and develop them throughout the season, throughout the offseason, spring ball, summer camp, heading into fall camp, and the Bruins should be fine offensively in 2023. Defensively, it's a whole different look in terms of did they get enough top-end 
or immediately ready-to-play talent, guys who can come through and not just play for the Bruins, but transform a defense that needs to be a lot better going forward, not only the last year of the Pac-12, but heading to the Big Ten. So let's look at that after we tell you about FanDuel because, you know, we're excited. We got to keep telling you because we are super excited. The big game's around the corner. There's only one app you need with your Super Bowl parties. That is FanDuel, America's number one sports book because, you know, they're a new sports betting partner for Locked On, the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, it's even better. So many great features to make betting on sports fun and easy. Right now, you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat bet. You can get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on anything from money line, point spreads, who will score touchdowns. Just know that the app for the FanDuel Sportsbook is safe, secure, and super easy to use. You get your winnings paid instantly. All you have to do is join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL and now of Locked On. Cruising on into segment two, as I tease at the end of segment one. All right, hey, the defense doesn't seem to have as much ready-now talent coming from the portal, coming from the guys that they brought into the incoming class of 23. And while they could surprise me through off-season workouts, it's not just, all right, these guys can come out and play and be thrown into a uniform and go start. It's, can they start, and will the UCLA defense in year two under Bill McGovern be better? And there's reasons for hope for guys to, to grow even more like a John John Vons, a Jalen Davies, the Leatu Latus, and all sorts of guys, J2, all these guys with the Murphy Twins who are coming back gives you hope that the Bruins will know how to utilize them with the defensive coordinator who we pray and hope that his health is good in 2023, and he'll be at every game to call the plays and call defense and be able to be at practice every day. Now let's take a look at those recruits. UCLA offensively plugged almost every hole they had off in the offense. Defensively, it's a little different depending on they had a lot of veterans in the secondary, quite a few veterans on front, and while they do have some talent coming back, they found ways to go get some guys in the portal, like a Femi Oladejo, who impressed the Bruins when they played Cal. You have a Jake Heimlicher, well, you know, a good grad transfer coming over from Penn to help bolster the line. A late get with Keanu Williams, who's still got at least two plus years to play for the Bruins coming over from Oregon. Well, the latest steals from the Bruins in the portal coming over from Eugene and a guy who the Bruins needed, as I mentioned in the most recent episode for Locked On UCLA, some defensive line depth, especially on the interior defensive line. It was nice to go get a Keanu Williams. And it remains to be seen how much he will make an impact. Only 10 career games in two seasons, not even 200 snaps in his collegiate career throughout his two seasons, but we'll have three years of eligibility coming into UCLA. But still, it's nice to see UCLA going out and getting some guys defensively. Again, Keanu Williams, Jordan Anderson coming over as a four-star transfer from Bowling Green. That could help shore up the secondary with the new DBs coach, maybe with Bill McGovern coming through. Nice to slowly build things. One piece here, one piece there. Oladejo there. You know, th there are some guys that could impact the Bruins immediately coming from the portal. If I'm forgetting anybody, I'm sorry. But then let's look at guys who are coming in 
as freshmen. You have a Trey Edwards, already signed, sealed, delivered, coming from Modern Day Catholic as well as a three-star linebacker. You have R.J. Jones coming from St. John Bosco, the 6'1 safety from Bellflower. Another Bosco product in Ty Lee. You have athletes in terms of Isaiah Carlson, even Ethan O'Connor, who's supposed to sign for the Bruins. I've recorded this officially before signing day, but still, you've got Ethan O'Connor, who's supposed to sign, technically listed on whatever site as you want as a DB, barring any switches there. You have A.J. Fuimano. If I butchered that name, I'm sorry as well. You have Malafu as a linebacker. So there are some youth when it comes to guys coming in the secondary. And while we've been looking a lot for Chip Kelly to go grab guys more and more and more in the portal, defensively, they just have not done so as much as they've done to fill up the offense. While there are guys who may have been waiting in line for the COVID guys to leave, like a Blaylock and an Azizi Hearn who came over and so on and so forth. UCLA defensively, the freshmen, they could be talented. I, I do have some hope in their recruits coming in, but it may not in terms be that first-year impact every single one, all the way from a Keanu Williams coming in the portal all the way down to a you know a Jones or even an R.J. Jones adding on to a Tylee. Any of those guys, we can't expect an entire freshman class to transform a defense. They got some key pieces. And now it's maybe more up to what Bill McGovern can coach game to game, what they can retool in the offseason, build throughout camp, and have some set fundamentals as they, of what they want as a base defense with the youngsters coming in. Some key guys, all the transfers, I think, will make important impact plays throughout this 2023 season from Ola Dejo to Heimlicher and Williams at a time, Jordan Anderson as well. But still... In terms of looking at the offense, we all know this. The offense, shiny new product. We don't know how to look, but it's a shiny product. Defensively, parts, there's good pieces. Ooh, that's a little nice piece we found at Bowling Green. Oh, there's something that was not used as much and treasured over in Oregon. We'll come bring Keanu Williams, who had actually never toured UCLA. So there's reason for hope for the defense. It's just not sky-high potential. It's more on a prove-it-to-us with the eye test basis, which we won't know until the Bruins welcome in a pretty offensively loaded one would expect with Coastal Carolina and what the three-time reigning Sun Belt player of the year, right, with Grayson McCall. So they, they'll be tested immediately. But still, from the class of 23, some sneaky good pieces and some guys who will jump out that we just don't know at this very moment from guys who have signed. It's just, all right, let's see what this team can prove themselves moving forward and moving on to segment three we'll talk a little bit about special teams and the class as a whole as we wrap up locked on ucla but we'll tell you about why if you want something delicious like the ucla offensive recruiting or some of these defensive recruits hey if you want a delicious treat but you don't want all the fat fat and calories you've got to try a built bar through the holidays you know we've all maybe gained a little bit weight and you want to eat healthier this year already a month's come and passed and if you're on that way to that goal or if you want to start it anew with February starting, well, you don't have to compromise with taste. With Built Bar, you've got to try it. It's healthy that is actually tasty. Seriously, it's so delicious, you do not think it's actually good for you, but it's perfect for your New Year's resolution if it's still kicking and grinding away one month into 2023. What makes them so good? Real chocolate, 100% real chocolate that comes in unbelievable flavors, churro. 
peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, just to name a few. They are whopping 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, though, excuse me, and only four grams of sugar. The taste, everything. Go run to builtbar.com and get yourselves a box. Whether you're going to a nearby Walmart, Walmart, Sam's Club, whatever, you can get a four bar box. Go inside the store, get a 13 bar box, hit flavors, brownie, batter, churro. You're going to thank me later. Just go grab yourself a built bar from built.com and get one now. Now, rumbling on, final segment of Locked On UCLA. To be quite honest, this certainly, from what it started in mid December, you could have thought, ah, this is a frustrating offseason. Chip Kelly, the Bruins, failed in 2022. There wasn't a lot of good mojo coming in, despite a very close win after Cal, uh, after the Cal game coming after Thanksgiving. And we really didn't understand or know what the Bruins were going to bring to the table in 2023. And while you're all going to say DTR, Charbonnet, Bobo, some offensive linemen, defensive talent graduating, and veterans in the secondary and up front, all graduating, UCLA, they left you wanting more. And Chip Kelly started getting the naysayers, and even myself kind of doubting, and then Dante Moore. And then slowly guys coming through the portal, and Matzaval fills a hole. So I feel like there's no reason to doubt the Bruins heading into 2023. Not exactly sure if they are title contenders in the Pac-12, but the schedule lines up nicely and could set themselves up to be overachievers compared to underachievers in 2022. Again, it's going to be up to the the size of the fight in the dog, right? Not the size of the dog, but the size of the fight in these UCLA Bruins in 2023. Can they be, we hear about the conditioning and the nutrition, as some of the players from the portal said, came, coming over to Chip Kelly. Will it be the coaching and the offense, the the upgrades defensively, whatever that is, whether it's schematics for Bill McGovern, whether it's just him being there, there's reason for hope for UCLA from 2023 and beyond. It's the Bruins' 2024 class already slowly building with a couple of hard commits this early into the 2024 recruiting season with the coaches already hitting the trails and getting those guys locked and loaded and trying to commit for the early part of next year's signing day. Still, reason for hope for UCLA with these guys coming aboard. Offensively, immediately, they've got some talent. Defensively, they've got some talent. Maybe not as many guys that are immediately going to come in that they can find out and be a Leatu Latu and come out of nowhere and be number two in the Pac-12, be a, you know a top-tier player and sack the quarterback coming off near retirement. The Murphy brothers almost putting the same amount of impact defensively between two players as opposed to one lot two but there will be someone we'll be excited about and i'll be saying hey this guy's got to be an all-american but we gotta let these guys go to school build through the fall practice and strap on the pads and get ready to go special teams wise the bruins lost their kicker and punter and one player and nico barmira unfortunately you know when you have an anthony Barr, it's tough to see a bruin who is so excited to come to ucla follow in his brother's footsteps and being a bruin he did graduate, and then he's off to Mississippi State to finish his collegiate career with the Bruins, able, I believe, to get a Will Powers in the portal as a grad transfer, I believe, as a punter. And then you have Blake Glessner coming over from Montana State as a kicker. So the Bruins still got immediately got immediate plug-in plays. And, hey, I did forget UCLA did get a long snapper because Jack Lander the fourth did declare for the draft, who was getting all that hype for 
the long snappers of the year, years of the award. I forget what the official award is, but they got Trent Middleton, I believe, coming out of Olu, and he's supposed to be a top-tier long snapper, according to the, the Rubio Long Snapping Committee, which is basically the monopoly on terms of recruiting and building up long snapping for the correct levels up and down from high power five all the way down to the FCS D2 NAIA. So the Bruins got a new long snapper, a new kicker, and a new punter. So they plug and play, and they all have some talent. Powers with the perfect name for a punter. And Glessner, I've seen him play for Montana State, has some hope. And then Middleton, we'll see how that transition goes between the new three. Not exactly sure who the holder will be in 2023. Either way, UCLA has the work cut out for them up and down the board, but there's reasons for hope. They plugged every hole for the most part, but still there's room for to wish for more defensively and special teams. They got that short up. We'll see if it comes into play into a final second of a game. Can they be like what TCU did at the end of the game? Will a rush on kick a field goal to win a game at Baylor? Can it be like the Bruins need to win a game? Say at Utah and they got to kick a field goal in Salt Lake city with the fans going crazy. I know I'm getting ahead of myself there. Is it like, do they have those special teams guys that have ice in their veins? Not sure about that yet, but we will find out soon enough. Overall, the Bruins, I think we had to be fairly positive with what they brought in with this recruiting class for the class of 23. Barring any last craziness, we will update you immediately. However, I'm not sure Pleasant, you know, won't be coming and everything in between. UCLA, got to be excited, which makes me say, hey, go check out the Locked On NFL draft coverage of the Senior Bowl. Go check out Locked On College Basketball for college basketball coverage around the country. And we'll preview the Washington-Washington State matchups when we pick up the mic next for Locked On UCLA. Get your hands up, Bruins fans. Eight clap time, baby. Zach Anderson, Yachtsheimer signing off. Go hit that subscribe button, and thanks for your support. UCLA 2023 season in the football just around the corner. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. UCLA. UCLA fight, fight, fight. All right. Adios, goodbye, signing day, hopefully recruiting news is over, and we can get back to basketball and the hardwood and everything in between. But it's fun to talk about off-season recruiting. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go Bruins.